What's up, Banana Bunch? Another episode of the Jungle Gyms podcast is upon us. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new and just jumping in. This week is a fun one, so it's a good one to jump in on. We're kicking this week off with a fun segment I like to call What Brings You In, where I meet our customers and then bring them into the studio. Then I'm going to be sampling a new product in store and roll that into our kickoff for Lunar New Year with my co-workers Moni and Lucia from China and Vietnam, respectively. You're going to laugh and you're going to learn. The best part of the show, right? Obviously. Well, it certainly isn't this part, the part where I ask you all to write us a nice little review on your podcast platform of choice, currently now being accepted by Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You see, downloading the show and reviewing it is a really easy way to spread the word about what I'm building here for you all. And you know what? Actually, this is a fun extra one. I'm going to just throw this in there. If you're really feeling up to it and you really enjoy what you're hearing, right now, one of our local publications, Cincinnati City Beat Magazine, is doing their Best of Cincinnati Awards. So that means you can vote for the Jungle Gyms podcast as Best Local Podcast at vote.citybeat.com. It's pretty cool, right? I actually also personally got nominated for a bunch of stuff like Best Local Actor, Comedian, Filmmaker, a bunch of other cool stuff. So feel free to hint vote on anything you see me nominated for as well, as you've got to vote for 20 things to make it count, apparently. Their rules, not mine. Just if you see Mark, just click yes or click on my name. That's the move. Okay, don't let me bury the lead. Let's dive right in. You know, everyone, one of my favorite things to do in the store is meet all of the customers. So today I did just that. Uh, tell everyone your name. Uh, my name's Ed. Hi, Ed. Welcome to Jungle Gyms. Are you a local or do you come from somewhere fun? I Well, I guess you could, if you call Indiana fun, you know? <laughs> it can be, I guess. So. Yeah, it depends on what part and what you're feeling like doing. That's cool. Well, thanks for coming in. Uh, this, as part of my What Brings You In segment, I like to ask people, what brings you in? So, Ed, what brings you in today? Well, I've been uh, listening to your show for a little while, and I, I heard that uh, segment you did on International Coffee, and... <laughs> Eventually, I, I got tired of uh, Starbucks and Dunkin', so I'm like, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll go in and see what they got. So I I I looking at I was looking at different kinds of coffee, and I yeah. uh, got one from Germany, and I think another from Indonesia. So cool! So you're making the rounds. That's awesome. Oh yeah, Starbucks don't have that. Yeah, no, not at all. Or they'll pretend to probably. They're <laughs> like, this is our finest blend from I don't know somewhere, but it's like all the beans came from the same location. No. I'm not trying to hate on Starbucks. It, oh, no. it does have a role in my life. Although you mentioned Dunkin' and typically if I'm going chain coffee, that's my <laughs> move too. So uh, America, you know, I joke sometimes they allege that it runs on Dunkin', but they really run on uh, podcast reviews. <laughs> so having a verbal review like this is fun. So no, dude, thank you so much for coming in. This is so fun. I laugh all the time during these because I'm just like, oh, wow, people are listening to the show. And then I'm like, hello, employers. People are listening to the show and driving to buy the stuff we talk about. <laughs> Well, again, Ed, I appreciate your time. I, um, you know, I've been wanting to do this for a little bit, and I know we talked a bit off air, but uh, I thought it might be fun. So I'm working on content. On February 1st of this year is the Lunar New Year, which is celebrated by Asian cultures. And we'll, you'll hear some more on, well, you listen to the show, so you'll <laughs> yeah. learn all about it soon, oh, actually. Yeah. I did a really fun interview with a few of our international employees this week. Um but in honor of that, you know, while I had them in, they were talking about a few of the Asian bakeries here in town. And one of them is a one called the Queen's Bakery, and they're located here in the Cincinnati area, and we carry their stuff. So what I thought might be fun um, is if we sampled something together and we could just describe it to the audience if you're into that. Sounds good. Now, before we do this, 
Why don't you tell the audience what you do for a living? I'm a lawyer. <laughs> so in that case, Ed, I think now's a good time for me to do that whole thing where, Ed, um, do you agree that uh, you're tasting this of your own volition and you will not hold Jungle Gyms responsible for anything that adverse that potentially could even happen to you? I'm doing trying to cover all the legalese. Maybe you could even instruct me on how to not do that. But Well, I swear I was not offered any sexual favors that I was going to accept. <laughs> All right, it's weird now. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, okay, so Ed, today what we're going to try, uh, is, this is from, again, this is from the Queen's Bakery. So those of you listening, this is in our, uh, it's in the Asian section. It's very close to, uh, it's like on one of the end caps near, uh, I believe it's uh, the Japan Isle, very close to where the Vietnamese produce is. Uh, and today we're going to try a sweet red bean paste bread. Now I'll take some pictures so you all can see online. Uh, it kind of looks like a little... Um, it's like a cross between a croissant and a hot dog bun. I feel like that's an accurate description, right? Oh, certainly, yeah. It's like curved. And uh, yeah, so I I like red bean. It's a non-traditional flavor, so that's why I was hoping. Look, on this show, as you know, I'm going to keep saying that until I have somebody <laughs> coming in that doesn't listen. But uh, I try to expose people to new cultures and new things. And, I, I, you know, it's sort of a jungle thing. You can hear the plastic crinkling. Hopefully not too bad. It's sort of a jungle thing to... Uh, have people try something that's out of their wheelhouse. You know, we want to invite you in to try new flavors, new experiences. So, Ed, why don't you take a bite of that with me here? And let's right. uh, review. Go for it. I'll probably cut our chewing out. <laughs> it's actually a chewing a ASMR show now. Mm. Well, you know, to be honest, at first glance, it looks like bacon in here, but um, mm. it tastes, uh, it definitely has a very sweet taste to it. I mean, the it says red bean paste on this uh, package here, so I'm like, that's that's a pretty accurate description, I feel like. Yeah, so uh, they use these red beans that are typically called adzuki beans. I think there, I saw there was some taro in there, too, and I think mm -hmm. that might be helping a little of the mm -hmm. sweetness. So taro is, if I'm not mistaken, and someone will email me if I'm wrong, but it's a root, and it has a somewhat vanilla-y flavor, to me at least. Uh, yeah, it's really sweet. You know what I'm surprised by? So generally speaking, non-U.S. snacks like these are always oh, going for a second bite, so it's good, right? Mm, can't talk eating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, traditionally speaking, non-U.S. sweets are not very sweet, but this one has like a, this is a little closer to, I think, what we expect in a, in a pastry like this. I feel like this would pair well with coffee, definitely. I feel like we should have brewed a pot of what, whatever you had. Well, I'm going to be my treat to be nice, but I like it. You know what? The, the bun is really soft, mm. and it's also a little sweet, too, but I really get that kind of like creamy, buttery flavor. Mm, definitely, yeah. Mm, damn. Um, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'll ask you this, Ed, as somebody who's, you've, you haven't tried red bean before, right? This is the first. Okay, cool. Good. Would you try it again? Would you, if you saw it again, would you give it another shot? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. That's amazing. And all right, Ed. Well, now you have a few more seconds. You want to shout anybody out that you love while you while you're here? Well, other than you, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any secret, secret talents I should be asking about? Uh, no. <laughs> None that are safe <laughs> for podcasts. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Ed, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this with me. Oh, that's no problem. My I hope you enjoy. And uh, if anything bad happens, you know, call Queen's Bakery. I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> That was fun. And you know what was even cooler is that Ed actually followed up with me over the weekend and left a voicemail that I can play on the show. And guess what? Actually, if you all can do the same thing. My number here is country code 
five five. Or you know what? If you don't want to talk out loud with me, I get it. You can ju- also just send me an email to podcast at junglegyms.com. So Ed, uh, what'd you think? Hi, Mark. This is Ed from Indiana. We uh, spoke on your show a couple days ago. Uh, I just wanted to follow up and let you know that that coffee I got at your store was awesome. I I look forward to coming back and getting some more coffee. And uh, if I can just give you a uh, note for improvement on your show, it's to have more caffeine-based segments. So just FYI. And oh, and uh, by the way, yes, you should have Banana Bunch merchandise. Thanks, man. Bye. Thanks again for your time, Ed, and I really appreciate you leaving me a voicemail, too. I'm really glad you're enjoying the show. Now, I figured I'd take this time to set up a clip I recorded a couple weeks ago because I love the taste test segment and the sweet music my buddy Danny Poland created for our little theme song here. But maybe more importantly, because this item was suggested to me by Lucia, and I figured it would pair well with her being on the show herself this week. So you know what time it is. Hey, Mark! And now it's time for the taste test. So I'm walking through the produce department the other day and I get stopped by Lucia, one of our employees. Uh, And if you aren't familiar with her, you can get on our YouTube page and see her cutting up all kinds of international produce and teaching you how to do things properly and hopefully teaching me how to do things properly. But she tells me about this new product we've got in uh, and it's this brand here, K-Easy. The Lucky Coconut, it makes it really easy for you to enjoy. Uh, It looks kind of like what I would call an international uh, Capri Sun for those of you who are not particularly adventurous, but it looks fun. So let's see here. I'm going to peel it open. Aw, according to this coconut, its favorite place in the world is right next to me. Thanks, coconut. This is pretty cool. It looks... It's, uh, so to describe it, it's like they've uh, shaved the exterior of the coconut. I'm very curious how to break into this. I don't know how much of this is just me banging the coconut against the counter as I try to shove uh, this little plastic straw, and it's very funny. It's got like a little... Oh, cool. So inside the packaging, there's like it almost looks like a little golf tee, but I'm assuming it's used to poke a hole in the coconut, which is great. And it's compostable, meaning you can uh, put this in your compost pile if you're cool. I am not cool. I don't have a compost pile. I've just got a regular pile outside of clothing. <laughs> Who has time to do the wash? That's what the rain's for. Okay, got it unwrapped. This looks very easy. So there's there's instructions on the side of the packaging too. So it's, all right, first peel and then press. So we're going to take this uh, little nail here. It's just so for the audio, visual audience, you can see the little nail here. We're going to poke that in. It says there should be an X, but there's not an X, but there's very clearly a divot for this. So let's see what we got. You ready? I'll poke it in here. Oh, yeah. that <laughs> Did not anticipate that. Okay, here we go. So I've never tried uh, fresh coconut juice, water, milk. What would this be considered? Somebody answer that properly. Put the straw in. Oh, man. That's delicious. Definitely has milk vibes, so I'm going to go coconut milk in my answer from before, even though I'm no expert. I'm trying to become the expert. Oh, that's delicious. It's got a little coconut flavor, obviously. Not as strong as I anticipated. I thought it would be like coconut in your face very aggressively. It's not. It's just sort of milky. There's almost, this is going to sound like a weird thing to mention, but there's almost like a... um, 
oatmeal cookie flavor to it. I think it's really delicious. So these are now available in our produce section. If you go over by the International Produce, right where it says, you can see the big sign that says International Market, at least in Fairfield. I know we'll have it at Eastgate too. Uh, I would tell you to totally check one of these out. That was super easy to bust it. I've always, look, all of us have always wanted to crack into a coconut and drink out of it. And now you have your chance, thanks to Jungle Gems. It's easy. It's simple. It's delicious. Lucia, thank you so much for telling me to try this. I'm really happy about it. Yeah, I always love that there's this like, hey, Mark, you should try this on the show. It's always fun. I'm like, is this a sales pitch? For me, it's not. I just want to try delicious things. So thank you, Lucy. I appreciate it. This is really, really, really good. I know I just said it, but it was damn delicious. Highly recommended that you give those a try. I seriously was not kidding when I said I've always wanted to crack into a coconut and drink it. So glad we could make that dream come true. I'm just checking boxes off on the old bucket list. Now, I mentioned that I wanted to do some Lunar New Year coverage, but I thought I'd start by letting you all know briefly what that is. You know, set up the clip, as they used to say. So, Lunar New Year is an annual New Year celebration that is observed in China, Korea, Vietnam, Laos, Singapore, and many other countries. Lunar New Year is celebrated all over the world, and it's called many different things. Now, each country may have slightly different practices, but... No matter where you live, the holiday is a time to return to your roots, eat traditional foods, and spend time with your family. Now, armed with that knowledge, I invited some of our international team in to give me their personal perspective on the holiday. So, in order of appearance, meet Moni and Lucia, and welcome back, Jim. So we're talking Lunar New Year today. Okay, first off, I see you guys have brought me a couple of things. What? do we have here on the table that I'm looking at so I can try to describe for the audience? Uh, this one is called the Dancing Lion. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, you can put batter in there. This like, uh, you know, the traditional Lunar New Year in the, every commercial business, they have a dancing, twin dancing, okay. playing yeah. in front of the, their door. And that's similar to that. Oh. It's the same thing, just but it's smaller, electronic. right? Correct. That's awesome. No, it's, uh, I love it. And this is um, lanterns decoration. Okay. And door decoration. Also have a, we have a few with the red envelopes. Okay. You should talk about the, uh, the about yeah, the envelopes. They the we go through hundreds and hundreds of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And those. Uh, let me see. Have the zodiac book. Oh yeah, good. Oh, okay. is that mm -hmm. over here? Right here. And that's the oh, zodiac right book over there. Yeah. And it's a coloring book, too, so I can be artistic with it. Uh-huh. That's awesome. So let me back up. What is the, what's the tradition behind the envelopes? Envelopes for uh, during the spring festival, the Lunar's New Year, mm -hmm. is the first day or the second day during the first day to first few days. We have a family visit. Okay. You visit relatives, you as elderly people to give a younger or use one kids, a sing marry one to give the single one for okay. the, give some money, put in the right envelope. That's it's good luck for you know uh, next year's per perspective. Pers yes. Oh sure, absolutely. Yeah, and um, oh, I like this already. Better like a better. Your girls never gave me any envelopes. Well, you are the in all these years, us. you've never given me a single no, actually, envelope. You, you should be the one give us. 
Yes. Oh, because I'm older? Every year, yes. yes. Because you are older and you are Yeah, adults. but but I'm Polish. You are older. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what does, why would a Polak <laughs> give in, you girls in an envelope? Con- uh, give company, you a pierogi. They also have uh, the boss, the company. They also, the higher positions will give it the lower position. Oh. oh cool. See, you are, you, you are the one should give Just because I'm so older. So if you huh? give it to us, then you can add Jungle, give it back to you. Yeah. Sounds a little oh. bit like age discrimination to me, Mark. <laughs> It's respect for elders, Jim. Yeah. That's why we treat you with so much respect. No, here. in my countries, they uh, it's actually Vietnam. So we do like the red envelope just for lucky. Sometimes people were using like a different number, like the end, all the number plus together will come the eight. So it means the money will come more and more um, in a year, just like lucky. Like the first day of the year, we don't do anything. We just eat and play car and receive the envelope. So, yeah, that's. I was going to ask. It is a multi-week-long celebration. Oh, yeah. Is that correct? Oh yeah, couple weeks. Yes. Wow. Like okay. uh, the periods ten day before the Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. That's called whipping your house, cleaning dust, and so brooms like, just yeah. fly off the floor, off room, the shelf. Yeah, special oh. uh, Vietnamese room uh, for people to stay home and for the gift. Kind of weird. The no, first, that's cool. No, it's like in my luggage. The first time I come to America, I brought my two room with me, and a lot of Vietnamese just look at me weird way, like, <laughs> "What you do with that?" I say, "This is my mother and my father-in-law like it, so yeah. I bring it like a gift." Yeah. You know, I've got a ton of of the industrial plants around here that come in here to buy those brooms. Because really? they say they sweep better than anything they yeah. can buy. Yeah, I it just, didn't leave the. Yeah, they get everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, everything. I actually could use one of those. Have and it's really light, so that you can hang yeah. on the door, oh, close okay. it, so it's in the corner of your house. It's not noisy like a vacuum. Sure. So does paint the best. I love that it's like this sort of not just a spiritual cleansing and reset for the new year, but obviously a physical aspect to it in that you're actually cleaning and removing that space to kind of reset. That's, you know, going into this, I was curious because I was thinking about how we just had, you know, the American new year, which was just one day. Yeah. If that, right. You know, I mean, it feels like you're just like, Oh, all right, well, we stay up late one night, and then tomorrow we're off work. So <laughs> Get drunk and watch yeah. football. <laughs> right, exactly. A tip is when you're traveling, never pick Lunar New Year to go because the city will be dead. <laughs> Everyone go back to their hometown. Sure. And the traffic before that, they're terrible, like traffic jam everywhere because everyone want to move back to their hometown for at Makes least sense. 10 to 15 days. So, like, we clean 10 days. Then the first day of the year, we don't do anything, even whip the floor. And especially, you don't whip out the door. You mm-hmm. whip in the door, like oh, inside. So Interesting. Yeah, like say you don't want your luck to go away. I was just going to ask you why that was. Okay. Yeah. And then you don't your money to go away. That's kind of like keep everything inside. And then the second day, you do whatever you want. But the first day, people believe it. It's kind of fun. That's so much fun. Yeah. I always, I I love learning about different cultural traditions because I feel like, you know, I think about like American traditions and we've kind of just picked small aspects from other cultures, Mm -hmm. but I feel like we've missed all the cool stuff. (laughs) As silly as that sounds, but you know, I mean, there's not too many opportunities. It's rare that you'll have 
that kind of a conversation, I think, with an American who's like, no, we want to kind of, you know, bring this goodwill and good fortune into the house and keep it here. And there's some sort of like ritual aspect to it. I, I think that's so fascinating. You know, what are what are some of uh, Moni, what are some of your favorite traditions about the holiday? Well, for kids, will be when my kids would love to play fireworks. Ooh, fireworks is the first thing, and also, you know, uh, wearing the new clothes. Similarly, people like to wear the like red bright color for mm-hmm. the new year, for the better luck and uh, respective. Um, also, <coughs> red envelopes. Kids would love to. More money, you know. Right. <laughs> More <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and food. I'm glad Jim's older than us, so he can give us give all us money. <laughs> I, I got it. So I caught food, that. I'm, I'm also playing the games. Yeah, we have family. We just like there's also first day we stay stay in, playing games and watch the you know the gala, mm-hmm. the big gala uh, every New Year Eve. Oh, in awesome. China, yes, yeah. everybody watched it, and then you know after uh, New Year Eve, mm-hmm. family reunion dinner. Okay, yeah, and then the start like eight p.m. We everybody pretty much sit in front of the TV together and have a snack, fruit, all play on the table. Oh, I love it. You know, family chat and watching TV, kids playing playing the fireworks outside. Oh, Are there's th- a lot of uh, fun. Uh, in that kind of uh, atmosphere, I'm, I'm yeah, a, yeah. No. kids love to play different kind of fireworks, scare, especially boys like to you know play those loud one, right. jump everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Damn the boys. that's right midnight fireworks, the long one. There's a big, really long one. Start midnight because it's that's the time clock for the new year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's really just, interesting. Yeah, it's just like um, the the older years. Bad mm-hmm. luck was from the from the last year would be just like Lucia said, sweep away the old old luck or bad luck, and then we are welcome the new year. Yeah, first the new year and the new newer luck and better luck. That sounds good to me. I'm on board for yeah, this. Yeah, so uh, the midnight would be all fireworks noise. <laughs> blah, 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 everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The animals love it, I'm sure. I, uh, I, I was going to ask, are there certain, you mentioned uh, some of the foods <laughs> and snacks, are there certain foods? Fishes? Yes. Yeah. Fish is the must. Fish, uh, because it, it has this meaning of a surplus. In Chinese, it's called a nian nian yu, it means you have a, a lot more to keep and to contain for your next year, and you get more fortune or you have a, a better luck on the, your, your job or business. This uh, fish is the one mass and the dumplings. Okay. And uh, dumplings is kind of like the old. Go in north, okay. In, in old dynasty, yeah. Just the corn money or the you know, the like the almost like the coin bag, for right, right. Market. Okay, and that's also like a symbol of uh, you know fortune. Yeah. Uh huh. And also the rice cake. Ooh, okay. The, they call the nian gao is direct translation is called like a higher year year. So it's okay. 
means uh, better luck. Also, means the next year will be higher for whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. And in Vietnam, we have different. We have every single family support to have like pork belly. Okay. Uh, cook with like duck egg. Ooh. So we will sell ton of duck egg in Lunar New Year and pork belly too. Like. They just run in and call me like, hey, Lucia, can you check for me if your pork belly out yet? <laughs> they will run in and wrap one. Just like I love it. every single one family will have that dish. They're cooking because as, uh, the longer you cook them, the longer they sit day by day, the flavor will be sucked into the pork and in the, in the egg. It tastes so good. So with that dish, you can eat with noodle, you can eat with rice, or you can roll that's like a ring, like a swing roll, but like fresh. Okay. With vegetable, meat, and noodle, and then eat the New Year. And pickle, leek, leek pickle, like it's family of garlic and onion. Yeah. A little white in a right. jar. We sell it international. And uh, some people, they were making their own pickle, like Gai Joy. Oh, yeah. Uh, a family of like um, mustard. Okay. So uh, they pickle them and then eat in the New Year day also. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's m- and then beside it, on the snack, like sweet stuff, like lotus seed or yeah. peanut candy uh, or like a watermelon seed, like they can buy and play in car. Yeah. Interesting. I'm so curious about all of this now, too. And I'm like, oh, and that way. I mean, you said pork belly enough times to really get me excited. I would love that. If you'd be interested in that, that is something I'd like to do for as part of this whole, you know, with the show, I want to not only learn myself, but I'm hoping I can get other people interested. Uh, You know, Jim and I have talked about this a bunch, that we're hoping (laughs) that we can just get other people interested in different cultures and different Mm -hmm. food and recipes. So if if you're ever down to make something on this, I would love to do that and it's a little selfish i mean i really i'm gonna learn it for me but. You're, you're just hungry <laughs> i'm always hungry jim <laughs> is there you know on the pickling side of things is there any reason that that became a tradition or is that it's uh like it's a uh, it's more like like we eat more vegetable okay and in the market, they will close for 10 days after Lunar New Year. Like, they close, close, close. Right. Nothing open. Sure. So it's just amazing. You don't have any vegetable cannot last that long. Right. I, I believe that the reason they pickle a lot. So the vegetable can last longer. That makes perfect And sense. you have vegetable with your food. We eat ton of vegetable every single day. Mm-hmm. We don't just, like, eat pickle or lettuce or tomato. We eat ton of different <laughs> vegetable. A guy joy. No hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mark. No, just it's really a difficult for me at first when I eat uh, American food. Just I'm sure. like I have to picking and see how many vegetables I can get. Usually, I kind of have a burger, extra pickle, extra lettuce. Yeah. You know, but it's, a, it's not it, enough. It's it, it is interesting to see how, and that's something maybe I'll explore at some point. But I do find it interesting that American cuisine. Yeah, has is very focused on meat and cheese, I feel yeah. like. And then mm-hmm. everything else is just well, that's also there, you know, and not as not as important. Interesting. I see you looking excited, Moni. You have you have some good you have notes too. She's I'm so notes. happy about this. <laughs> I well, like, I, I because there's a lot of different uh, traditions. Mm-hmm. Different regions have their own customs traditions mm-hmm. too. Sure. So, yeah, because Luna's New Year not 
only celebrate in China or Vietnam, also in some other Asian country like Korea also. Okay. Yeah. Japan. Japan right. not really Lunar New Year. They got special they, tradition yeah. because I work in the hotel and actually the owner from Japan, they do some different way to celebrate this, but they do. They do celebrate also. Interesting. Do they yeah. do are the other countries also shut down as as Singapore? La- okay. Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Laos, Cambodia, South Korea is what I read. They're, yeah, they they, they are. are involved. They are involved. Wow. Yes. Their custom traditions also similarities really close. Are there uh, are there any big differences that you found in some of the uh, traditions? Not a big difference. Is pretty they call different. Different names, yeah. Okay. Just like different. Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year, and Tet in Vietnam, they call Tet T E T. And uh, different country, they have the special name, but most of them it's celebrate Lunar New Year. It's like kind of uh, we you not the your calendar like American calendar. Sure. Mm-hmm. We use like follow the moon circle. Okay. And it's called lunar. Lunar mean moon, so that's right. easy to explain it. And uh, the every year will be turned exactly like we use the same calendar, like we call under calendar. It's like usually they have the little number under the regular calendar. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also the same day, like Chinese and Vietnamese, we use the same kind of calendar. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Makes sense though, too. I mean, honestly, it, it's it seems to harken back to the focus on the harvest and the food and all of that stuff. I, I was researching a little bit last September when I first started about the uh, the Moon Harvest Festival. Right. And I, that was sort of what planted the seed that I was like, okay, I really need to like learn more about all of this, you know? Yeah. Do we find, you know, I feel like in the States I've always heard, and until the last year or two, I'd only heard it referred to as Chinese New Year. So I think speaks to, uh, how should I say, Americans are not good at. <laughs> You're right. That's an American phraseology. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, like, because it, it influenced by Chinese New Year and the Chinese calendar. That's got most. That's why it got most influenced by, and that's what most people know about. Okay. Yeah. And that makes but sense. Also, like when I meet a lot of other Asian country also celebrates too. That's what makes it such a big deal. In Asian country, we mm-hmm. have the, a lot of big show, gala, and a lot of food, oh, wow. uh, stuff to celebrate. Yeah, it sounds incredible. Different ways and different customs. And, yeah, that's the big things in Asian countries. And especially, usually, in my country or maybe different country of China, we don't call Chinese New Year because, you know, we... In your individual country, and we have our own name to call the New Year too, but we call Lunar New Year kind of like universal, right? The word for universal, not uh, it's like specifics for Chinese people or Vietnamese mm-hmm. or Taiwanese or whatever. It's that's mean celebrate a uh, calendar, the moon calendar, right? And so yeah, I was gonna and double feel check. included, <coughs> and you don't exclude of the certain people, like maybe you know. Um, a lot of people come to me and just like speak Chinese to me, and then I say I'm not speak Chinese. I speak mm-hmm. Vietnamese. Right. So they, oh, where are you from? So that may be the first word you should ask people. Hey, where you come from? You know, <laughs> yeah. because we look the same. We look similar. Sure. Black hair, brown eye. Right. 
and we speak different language. Yeah. A Vietnamese don't speak Chinese, but some people they can speak bilingual. Okay. So, um, we use a lot of different culture also. Yeah. But, uh, similar. We really similar food and taste and things celebrate, but we have our own things. That's so interesting too, and it, it makes perfect sense. And I feel like. It, it, I, I think about the way the United States are listed, are like physically together, and the way that like Europe and Asia and everything is also kind of, it's sort of similar in that, you know, here we go from state to state and nothing really changes. But if you do pay attention, there's very subtle changes. But it makes a ton of sense that there would be a lot of shared customs. It may, I, I'm, Again, I'm just learning as we go. So I think that's so fascinating. And again, audience, if you're listening, which that's all you can do right now, yeah, ask first before just making the assumption. It is a really simple way to learn. Again, it, this is all about learning to me. It's all educational yeah. at the end of the day, you know? It's Lunar New Year. That's a, a really big thing. It's like to talk about it, we can talk by day because before um, the movement and mm-hmm. after, we have a lot of activity and thing and yeah. food. And uh, actually, in Jungle Gym, every year, uh, when I beginning work like six, five, six years ago, mm-hmm. every year I try to do new things so customer can feel a little bit. Like for our old country, for Asian people, they feel remember their home. And for yeah. American people, they feel like interested, like what's going on with day to day, like yeah. flower. Blooming, like feel New Year because in here we have four seasons. In Asia, most of them they just have two. It means rain or sun. That's it. <laughs> right. We don't know snow. We don't sure. know how it's cold. The tree don't know too. Yeah. So if we want them to plum, we have to pick on the leaf and oh. let them just like try to feel like winter coming in. Yeah. Leaf is gone, when and then spring come in, raining, so we water them a lot, and then they plume after that. So spring coming. So we make that happen. And oh, here, so cool. nature make it happen. So you can see plumbing, it means spring come. Sure. So, so we bring a lot of flower every year to Jungle Gym and sell for people. That's so cool, I had no idea. I mean, This yeah. year, like every year, we bring like two pallets of flower, like mom. Wow. You can see flower everywhere, a hundred of them. No kidding. Yeah, people will buy it's each family. Maybe they buy one or two to decorate the house so they can feel spring coming, not like stick everywhere outside. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I had no idea. Are those already starting to show up in the store or is it going to be a little closer to the end of the month? They coming like maybe next week, Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's so fun. Yeah, so, we're, we're, we're out the gate early, but we have to be. Um, this promotion is, you know, going to basically run in ads and everything for like six weeks. Oh wow! Yeah. So I caught the, I tried to catch the whole month of uh, of January and the first week of February because it falls on like February second, the actual holiday. Yeah. So we we bust it in early. The displays are going out right now. Yeah. But um, I should mention that because of the Lunar New Year celebration, to us is a huge deal because the amount of asian business we've got in here yeah so as we wind down from christmas holidays we roll right into the asian holidays it's like a second christmas to us i'm bringing truckloads of stuff in i mean it's like so excited it's like christmas all over again it's just like um the 
the the thing is people want to stock their house. Mm-hmm. So in a new day, the first day, like I say, really important when your house full of like pantry, yeah. rice, food, and thing for money. Yeah. Right. And you have to pay all your debt. So oh, you don't want a new oh, year debt. Good habit. Yeah. That's a great habit, actually. So. I'm hoping that through, the, and this sounds silly, maybe my goals are too lofty, but I'm hoping that through the show, I can get more American people into shifting how we treat some of our holidays. And I think it's, you know, we are trying to still be a melting pot of culture and differences. And I, I for me, I find this so fascinating because I feel like, I feel like so many American holidays are very just... I don't know, how should I say, like window dressing, like it's just visuals and there's no nothing behind it. Whereas here it's just like, I don't know, it, it sounds like there's a lot of family, a lot of togetherness, a lot yes. of like, you know, emotion and tradition behind it. Yes. And maybe it's because of the nature of our culture being, you know, 200 years old really compared to thousands for the rest of the planet pretty much. But I'm, I'm just so fascinated. I, Lucy, I meant to ask you 20 minutes ago, <laughs> what did you make on the table here today? Yeah, it's just like flour. Yeah. Okay. So in like to the last two years, we do like a called the lucky tree. Okay. And we give away away like envelope, have a, a little lucky money from Jungle Gym to oh, people. Cool. But this year we're not able to do this because our warehouse will turn into a big area for shopping. Sure. And we're not able to keep the tree anymore. So yeah. I was thinking I want to do some like the area so people can come there and feel like spring on the flower or blooming and they can take some picture and remember, okay, this year I've been in Jungle Gym for Lunar New Year. Yeah, it and looks amazing. it's memory, you know. Every year we have something different. So this year, last year we're a dragon, <coughs> like display with oh. dragon, and this year we'll be for flowers so people can looking for it. I love it. And you made this all by hand, right? Yes, probably will be 40 to 50 of them. <laughs> And so for the audience to say, just to give you an idea, this thing is probably, what, two feet across? Mm-hmm. It is a giant paper flower. I mean, akin in size, honestly, to how I assume the size of some of the paper lanterns would be. It's big yeah. and very detailed. You did incredible work. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm excited to see. That's so much fun. Yeah. Well, ask. we're kind of ass backwards here because you never introduced anybody. So let me oh, go ahead and right, do that. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have to do it in the uh, in the. I just you jumped. Can, out. I was so ex- I was too excited. You can everyone. fix this later. But <laughs> Lucia is our Vietnamese category buyer and specialist. Okay. She works for both produce and international, and quite honestly, she's brought in the majority of that clientele into this business over the last couple of years, um, and Thank you. and. Moni is doing, you have to help me here, Chinese, Malaysia, Korea, yes. way too much. And, <laughs> and believe it or not, because Korea. see, see American stereotype, and you probably are going to say, oh, we've had Chinese forever. We had very little Chinese in here until I brought her in for awesome. a lot of reasons. So we have basically been bringing a lot of Chinese products in over the last couple of years and a lot of the Chinese customer base in here. So I, it's a relatively new growth area for both vietnam and chinese so these two have done it all yeah that's amazing thank you thank you thank you yeah i'm excited to uh i'm excited to just keep in you know i'm just trying to learn (laughs) so i've got to get to learn from people who know what they're talking about and we love to share yeah anytime if you and i'll open this up to both of you if you ever have something that you come up and you're like hey this would be good for mark to know or if you want to come talk about on the show i think you will close your door when you see my face (laughs) 
Not yet, at least. But, but <laughs> not there yet. Yeah. Be, but no, please. Be I mean, careful what you ask for. Yeah, I know. Please. No, I, I love it, though. I mean, it makes for fun. This is fun content, right? And I think, look, the show is doing mostly, most of our audiences in the United States. But we do have a lot of listeners overseas. So, like... There's there's an audience out there. So, hey, I want to provide a space for international voices like yourselves. And the thing is, I'm not going to learn without your help. You know, so whatever you want to teach me or teach the public, I want to help with that, too. So come by anytime you've got time. I'm always available to you, truly. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, super. Until I start locking the door on Lucia. So. Yeah. <laughs> the good news is the door doesn't lock from the inside. So I'm. Really? Yeah. It's, it's all for <laughs> That's show. That's a good news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Was there anything I didn't ask or bring up that you think would be worth mentioning before I. Well, I can mention about some taboo things. Oh, oh that's okay. a great yeah. idea. Cool. Okay, yeah. let me set cool. you up for that. Taboo things on, <laughs> yeah. on New Year Day, no porridge because you bring poverty. Re oh, oh yeah. makes sense. Okay. Uh -huh. like, yeah. So no I can't, I can't have my cream of wheat. Yeah, no porridge on the second. Yeah, no, no hair washing. You wash your way. Good luck. Oh, okay. On the first on the New Year Day, that's for. It's but mean, New Year Eve, you have day, to do everything before. before. Yeah. Okay. The New Year Eve day, you can do all this. Okay. Like clean yourself up. Like even new, when new I'm set. little, I still remember it's funny story. It's yeah. been before the lunar coming in. It's before midnight. Mm -hmm. So my grandma or my mom or my uncle would say. You better don't do anything bad. I don't want to yelling at you because that will be happen all year long. <laughs> so I said, oh, my God, I have to be a good kid. So we just like quiet, do right thing, play in car, eating well. Yeah, that's all the kids will believe that tale. That's good. That's a good way. Keep us in line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, no needlework because it depletes the wealth. Oh, uh -huh. interesting. No unlock words just means no, no cuss, no, no cuss. bad words. Okay. Yeah. And no spend money. No, <laughs> no so clothes washing. Okay. No sweeping. Like like she said, the first You're day done, was on No sweeping because you don't want to sweep the good luck. Okay. And it's just that one day that we don't yeah. do that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, after okay. that, then whatever. it's fine. Yeah. yeah. And no crying. Okay. No promises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no breaking dishes, no scissors, no knife. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, so that's because why on like the food you have to repair the day before. That mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. On the first day, everyone don't have to do anything. Just sit and talk to each other <laughs> and yeah. eat and nap and play in car games. I like this holiday. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Th th this part, no crying, no breaking uh, dishes, scissors. <laughs> those, this is for the that's spring my favorite part. season taboos. Not the not the New Year Day. It's just for the whole season. Oh, and okay. And there's no landing, borrowing, mining. Okay. And no killing, of course, about those so like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I feel> like. <laughs> yeah. Not kill the Gene, chickens no to make killing. killing. Yeah. Oh god. No killing. I was like, oh, all right, I'll save my murders for next year. <laughs> no, that's about those like. Uh, makes you know, me makes Asian me remember my mom who used to throw plates at my dad all the time. <laughs> they, they do those like you know they made their own. They have the race the. Chickens, mm -hmm. right, that right. means those. No goat. Okay. Can't yeah. kill your goat. In that case, yeah. my murders are back on. No black or white clothes. 
because oh. they are unlocking them oh. colors. Color, yes. In oh, Asian I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's like most of my wardrobe. Maybe you've just explained <laughs> why I've had bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I amount money and the lucky money. Just like put, when you put the red money in the red envelope mm -hmm. to give away, no art money. No, like a four. Number four is okay. Bella. You always have Interesting. The, like, yeah. In my country, they believe the little number will give you more. It means you want to make it even. Okay. You don't want to give the even number. Oh, okay. So I, I think always I have the yeah. little money aside, so like, you always want to make it more to feel it full. In uh, China, number six, number eight is means good luck. Okay. Yeah. You said four was bad luck, right? Bad four is bad luck. Okay. Four wow. in China in Chinese means death. Oh jeez. Pronunciation sounds the, the same. Mm -hmm. That's why people don't want the number of number four. Oh. Just like here, number thirteen is our number. Right. You don't want number thirteen here. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. A, it's so interesting how that's developed across cultures too. Is right. that we all yeah. have like fears we have of certain numbers? Yes, just certain number you don't want it. Right. Mm -hmm. And also no hospital visits. Because hospital is not a good place to visit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, for the new, yeah, for the new year, whatever. Any, any, actually, any day. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the taboos. All right, so I think I can stay. I think I can stay away from most of those. Mm -hmm. I think I'll do pretty good at it. I'm going to try and observe most of this this year and see what I can do. So if it works out good, you'll know next year. So. Good, that's good. And good don't to forget know. to check out the display of Lunar New Year coming in next week. Sounds good. Yeah. And depending yeah. on, it should be, it actually, this will probably air by the time it comes in. So. Yeah, and your discovery is up. It's not quite done, but it's up in the oh, discovery that's right. section. And I, I can't believe we glossed over that entirely. But want to <coughs> give a quick uh, spiel on that, Jim? Yeah, well, we're, we're early, but I've got the uh, discovery section set up, and it's a Lunar New Year theme based on upcoming ads and different Lunar New Year items that we're cool. featuring. So it's built and ready to shop. I meant to ask you beforehand, I know we talked about the uh, the lion, uh, the panda bear, you were saying that you got a bunch of those in and they're I gone already? What, what, put a pallet, I put a pallet of banks out. They're like jelly put candies. Jelly oh, okay, so jelly candies and it's a bank? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And cool. they're flying. Um, we got another wet pallet coming in yeah. later this, this week. Is this like something traditional or really just traditional, fun? No, this is easy to yeah. keep like it, you know. Cool. It's multi-function. You can eat the candy inside yeah. and then you can use that for, yeah. you know. Perfect. I've, I've got collectors that as soon as I get a new one in, they come and buy several of them. So there's people It's very cute. I mean, I, I'm I, on board. I have to collect it too. Do you collect them? Yeah. I put on the, t uh, in my kitchen, the oh. top cabinet, on the top there, we can put like different, different animals. Uh -huh. You'll see these cool. in a lot. A lot of the Asian restaurants have, will have um, them. Collectors become my kid with it all. So. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it in the bank. Yeah, I eat those jetties too. You know, I those take them home. Good. My kids usually shake the candy out into the garbage and just keep the bank. <laughs> my kids today, I'll eat their candy. Okay. When you send it to me. I loved that for real. I seriously hope through the exploration of culture that we'll all learn how to better appreciate our lives. As maybe that sounds straight. I don't mean it. I mean it very genuinely. You know, sometimes the way that we do things in the U.S. is a little too fast-paced, I think would probably be a good way to put it. You know, my opinion, at least. I, I sometimes worry that we don't have enough appreciation for what we have or appreciation for the things that we should focus on. Or, you know, again, at the very least, what I think we should be focusing on. And I really, 
really loved hearing about the differences between how they celebrate the new year versus how we do, which is, you know, like an eight hour <laughs> hangover. It's not much of a holiday at all, right? There's sort of this perfunctory nature to the way we really do treat a lot of the U.S. holidays. I know I mentioned it in the actual interview segment, too, but I think it bears repeating, you know, and I'm hoping that all of us will hear these things and maybe have a similar reaction to it that I did, which is go, oh, Maybe, maybe we should uh, introduce a few of these little specifics to our own celebrations. I mean, I'm into that. Realistically, I'm sure all of us could get behind being off work for two weeks as of the new year, right? All right, put it in writing. Well, 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 everyone. That's another episode in the bag. Well, let me just put this out there. What do you all want to hear about on this show, huh? If you have any thoughts or suggestions, requests, you name it, shoot me a line at podcast at junglegyms.com. If you want to talk, that is. Now, coming up, I do have some things planned. We're going to be hearing from one of my favorite co-workers, and he's conveniently the two-time recipient of the Golden Penguin Award. That's a real award. We'll be diving into some more beer chats with the crew at 50 West. Uh, I've got a little coverage for the uh, Jungle Gyms wine walkabout that happened recently. And I'm really, really excited about this one. It looks like... We're going to do a hot pot episode for Lunar New Year. And if you don't know what that means, oh my gosh, Google it right now and you'll be at least visually prepared. And guess what? We're going to shoot a video of that too. So maybe in the meantime, you should go subscribe to Jungle Gyms on YouTube so you can see updated videos when we put those out. And I also, you know, I release the uh, the show on YouTube as well if you if you like to put it on the background that way. So, All right, everyone. Until then, I'll see you out in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.